Episode 8 of our first season of 2022. I'm joined today by Jacob, Max, and Nathan. And uh, we're going to be talking all things, you know, video gaming, all the great stuff, you know, controller pressing, moving your mouse and keyboard, just things that really get you going, in a sense, for all that beautiful things. But uh, before we do we go any further tonight, we have to go over everything that we're on, because we're not just uh, going through your lovely radios right now. We're also available... Well, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you can find us at Player1Sin. We're also on YouTube, and you can find us, of course, for the uh, podcast ones on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And what do we have coming up tonight? Well, just a couple of things. Just a couple. We've got a just a few things. We're going over the new releases of the current weeks coming up. Uh, we've got a few different things as well. Uh, well let's have a look. Howard Scott is coming up. We're going to be talking about a few things there. Uh, the news and stuff as well. Uh, big news coming out of Phase Clan the other day. Uh, be, everyone would be very excited about that one. The God of War TV show. Support for the PS3. That's going to be a bit of a sad one to talk about. Elden Ring. There's just so many things to talk about. I can't even list them all. But it should be an absolutely fantastic night. And remember, if you do want to listen to us anywhere else for this podcast stuff, the first six episodes are up on the podcast realm. So if you get to the end of this evening and go, man, I wish I could listen to all of that again. Well, you can't do that, but you can listen to all the other ones before there, and that is just a fantastic thing to do. And also, the good man himself, Connor, his Tetris Effect review and the Popeye on Switch review is up too on the YouTube, so make sure you get those. And there's also some very good interviews coming up in the next few weeks, which should be a very good listen. Definitely make sure you pop in for those ones. And before we do go any further, guys, remember, if you are feeling down, a bit out of it, there is always someone that can help. We have three helplines for you guys. If anyone's feeling a bit down, Beyond Blue, 1300 224 The Kids Helpline at 1-800-55-1800. And, of course, the Q Life Helpline at 1-800-184-527. Remember, guys, there's always someone out there that's ready to support you, to talk to you. So make sure you get those numbers saved. And if you ever need to call them, go ahead and do it. Anyway, guys, we're going to hop into our first song. We're going to be starting off with uh, some Fossil Falls from the Super Mario Odyssey soundtrack. You are listening to Player One on Sin. That was Closure by Rona featuring Helena, and you're listening to Player One on Sin. And uh, we're, we're on to some news. We, um, so the first bit of news is GTA Five is cheaper to purchase on PS5 than Xbox Series S and X in Australia for some random reason. Uh, Netflix have revealed more of the cast for their upcoming adaptation of One Piece. So, yeah, that's cool. I'm honestly not sure how I feel about a live-action One Piece, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Snoop Dogg has joined Farsi Clan's board of directors and will now produce content under the brand's umbrella. Okay. So, quick one, close. It's Phase Clan. Uh, for those who aren't, um, I guess, familiar with either um, 
meme culture or um, esports at all, FaZe Clan is a major esports group. Um, I'm sure there are people in this chat who might be able to give you a bit more of a quick description of what they are. Yeah, I mean, I personally would actually like to call them Farzee Clan from now on. Yeah, I think that sounds that sounds way cool. Yeah. That sounds way cool. But yeah, they're uh, well, they used to they started off as just uh, I think it was one former COD player trick shotter who just sort of formed a group called it Phase Clan, and it was just one of the big ones back in the early two thousand like late two thousands, early two thousand and tens, and it's since taken off from there. Uh, most recently, I guess for Phase Clan, they actually won the IEM Katowice CS:GO tournament over in Sweden, uh, netting themselves a very cool five hundred thousand dollars in uh, prize money for that one. And uh, an Australian bad. player who was subbing in, Mr. Justin Savage, known as JKS in the server, was the first Australian to ever win a tournament in that sort of regard as a major. So congratulations to Justin. But uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg joining FaZe Clan. I mean, that's just... If they weren't big enough exciting. already, that's just getting more and more people in. <laughs> yeah. Um, a new Walking Dead spin-off TV show has been announced. The show will be called Isle of the Dead and will be led by longtime characters... Negan and Maggie. Okay. Uh, God of War is getting a TV show adaptation on Amazon Prime. Interesting. Uh, Valve is aiming to make the Steam Deck more accessible to players across the world and is aiming to have the handheld ship out to other countries by the end of the year. Uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, is getting extended university DLC, including content from The Mandalorian and Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, Elden Ring's popularity has continued to grow in its second week on the market. Elden Ring's peak concurrent users currently stand at around 950,000, with a weekend surge pushing it past New World's approximate 915,000. This places the game behind only Cyberpunk 2077 in fifth, followed by Dota 2, CSGO, Lost Ark, and finally PUBG in first place as Steam's most popular games of all time by concurrent users. In the new 2.0 update, the Nintendo Switch Online mobile app finally lets you see which friends are online, change your online status, and view your own friend code. Previously, these features were only available on the Switch itself. Uh, many gaming developers and publishers are pulling games from Russia and denying releases in support of Ukraine. Can we get the releases, please, Max? Releases. Well, it, it's kind of funny because the first the first releases for this month are actually not really new releases. They're just re-releases of a game. This is Brian Webb, and you're listening to Player One GTA on Sim. Five and GTA Five Online um, will both be coming to PS5 and Xbox Series S and X on 15th of March. Um, also on the 15th of March will be the uh, Speedy Recovery DLC for Two Point Hospital, which will be releasing on the PC. Um, and then Tunic, which will be releasing on the PC, Xbox Series S and X and Xbox One on March 16th. Then March 17th, big day, um, something I'm looking forward to actually, uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax will be coming out on PC, PS4, Switch, as well as Dark Duty on the Switch. Uh, Star Tenders on the Quest and PSVR, that's rare vr release which is a little bit exciting um this means warp which was releasing on pc and wrc 10 uh, is releasing on the switch but only in in europe on the 17th of march but that's okay we're, we're gonna hang in there it'll come out soon but, but but you know when it's good and ready um 
then on the final releases for the week, uh, on March 18th will be Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, which is coming out on every system under the sun, on PC, PS5, Xbox Series S and X, PS4, Xbox One. And then finally, who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus, uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, um, also on March 18th. And after that, can't think of any clever segue. So we're just going to get into our next song, which is going to be main theme from Punch Out Official Soundtrack. You're listening to Player One on Sin. I'm Max, joined by Jacob, Harry, and Nathan. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You just heard two fantastic songs. First, you heard Main Theme from Punch Out. Great tune, great game. And after that, you heard Anchor in the Clouds by Butterbar part of our Sweet 16. You can check that out every single week at sin.org.au. That's right, sin.org.au. If you're not checking it out, you're going to miss out on some of the best Australian music and international music out there. But speaking of international, there has been an international hit recently in the video game world. It has been Elden Ring. And with that has come maybe the most casually accepted Souls game. Now with that has also come uh, a bunch of other people putting in interesting opinions on the Souls games that a lot of people just hadn't thought about. One I saw on Twitter that I thought was really interesting and I want to kind of expand on was the question of, do these Souls games need a pause button? Because outside of uh, the Souls-like, Sekiro, there isn't a pause feature in any of them. Um, I figured I'd go straight to Max. What do you think about this? Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like... I do think the absence of a pause button in all the Souls games kind of add, really adds to it, though, because the games, like, they're already so challenging and difficult that when you finally get to, like, a safe spot to, like, rest your character or whatever, like, it feels rewarding enough that you don't just... Um, I, I feel like I'm describing it badly, but you, you sort of know what I mean, right? Like, mm. how that... If you've got a pause button, like, especially because when you're in the middle of, like, an intense fight or something, you can't just pause and reset it. It's that you're really, you're committed to it. And it's that, um, it's the same thing with how all the games have that huge um, learning curve and they're incredibly challenging, but that just makes it so much more rewarding when you finally succeed and get to the end. You know what I mean? Hmm. I, I do, I do definitely see that. And I think uh, if it helps, one of the arguments I saw for why there shouldn't be a pause button at all was pretty simply it's an online game and to an extent yes it is obviously there is quite a lot of online interactivity you can uh, write messages and leave that for the players you can see other players walking around in places um, and you can you know get people to help you out with particular bosses however i think where a lot of this stems from is the fact that even if you're not playing most of these games with an internet connect without an internet internet connection uh, uh, even you can't pause it. There's no way to pause it, even if you're playing this in some rinky-dink shack that hasn't had internet ever. Um, and, you know, it does make it hard to do all sorts of things, whether there's an emergency or something like that. I don't know. Personally, I think they do need it. I think there's a right way to do it, and I feel like not having any option is a bit harsh. That's my opinion. Harry, how about you? Well, I mean, as the great uh, messiahs of the past have said, uh, get good. Simple. <laughs> oh, Either you just, die or you simple, win. Yeah. Is the, yeah, that's clearly it. I, I've seen uh, quite a few streamers who've been playing it while I was watching uh, Mr. Conky OCE. He, I think one of the bosses, the boss he did before finding another, he tried it 140 times until he finally got it. Next boss, he got it in three. 
So it's all about the progression for it. You will die and you will fail, but it will ba- it will make you a better person out of it. You will come out of it stronger, mental, and you will be able to just complete the task with simpler ease. The more you go on with it, so or no you'll need throw for a your button. controller at your TV and break your TV. Yeah, that's why I usually have a few spares around for <laughs> that particular occurrence, which I'm assuming has happened a bit. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think I think it kind of you kind of need a save button so that like if something's happening in real life, you can you know pause it and go do what you need to do in real life, and then come back and continue instead of just you know just letting yourself die so that you can go do what you need to do and starting the whole thing again i i completely agree with that i mean look, i'm obviously in the, the seat of we should have a pause button especially just even even outside of the bosses elden ring is an open world game and the save points and the checkpoints are one very easy to miss uh, and two they can be pretty far and few between if you don't know where you're going and sometimes having to you know choose when you go uh, to a bathroom break or something like that based on if you think you're going to find a checkpoint it can be a little bit a little bit silly a little bit stupid to have to time out yourself and you know as i said any emergencies i was watching uh, uh most critical huge streamer uh, he had a wasp attack in midway through a battle and uh, he couldn't do anything about it um so i don't know that's just my opinion any final thoughts before we go into our last song well, I have a final thought. Um, Dark Souls kind of runs by the rules of nature. You know, man, you know, the strong eat the weak. And speaking of rules of nature, that's our next song. Rules of Nature from the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance OST. You just heard two fantastic songs. They were Sister by Dorsal Finn, part of our Sweet 16. And before that was Rules of Nature from Metal Gear Rising's Revengeance OST. Uh, and before we go into this next segment, I do want to put up a big uh, red X, a big content flag, because we're going to be talking about some stuff that may be a little bit too serious for some people, maybe triggering for some people. If it's not you, please feel free to turn the radio down for a couple of minutes and join us at the end of this talk. Otherwise, enjoy listening and I will go straight into it now. So guys, uh, recently, of course, in the world, there has been the whole situation regarding Ukraine. And I don't think I need to explain what's going on over there. We all kind of know it's been in the news uh, everywhere and rightfully so. Uh, and the video game world has responded uh, as well to this with a lot of video game companies and uh, the industry in total uh, putting out and uh, supporting Ukraine by doing all sorts, donations, stopping um, releases and all sorts. Max, have you got any examples of a community or an industry uh, supporting Ukraine or um, an immediate opinion on this? Um, well, I know that like um, CD Project so was it CD Project um, Red, the creators of um, The Witcher and Cyberpunk um, 2077, they've donated um, quite a bit of money to support for the Ukraine. They've also taken their games out of Russia. Yeah, because quite a few um, companies have been doing that, though, haven't they, in support of um, Ukraine? They've taken all their stuff out of out of Russia to show solidarity whilst also donating um, funds and raising awareness. Right? 
Yes, definitely a lot of uh, companies have been doing that. One that is doing that specifically that I saw in my own personal uh, socials was Sega, who is uh, donating um, as much as they can and making equal donations to particular fans uh, who donate towards the war fund and the uh, war chest for Ukraine to offer help and help the civilians of the area. Um, obviously, there are heaps of companies doing this. Um, EA, um, alongside others like uh, Elevated Studio, uh, GOG, and so, so many more. Um, how do we feel about the Russian bans on games, though? Because, because keeping in mind, not every Russian fan is um, for this. And in fact, a lot of the Russian public is not for what uh, the Russian government is doing. Do we believe that banning is the right way, or should we um, aim more towards just financially supporting? I feel like it's it's harsh on the Russian people that don't support Putin. I think a lot of those people you don't particularly know how much because the Russian media definitely senses quite a lot of what's going on to many of those people. But at the same time, I feel like the donations have been fantastic from all the companies that have been able to do it. I mean, Ubisoft, uh, we're talking, I think, uh, the Stalkers Publishers, uh, 11-Bit Studios, uh, War Game Studios. So everyone's just been able, the money they've got on the side, they've been able to give towards the awesome. Ukraine people is fantastic. Uh, and the thing with the sanction thing as well is that Russia are losing so much money from this conflict. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like they, their ruble is worth less than a cent, I believe, at this point. Just, just an awful spot to be in for everyone. Just sort of watching that we can't do too much about this. But I think, yeah, it's it's harsh on you know people in Russia that do play video games because I mean they haven't particularly done anything wrong. But at the same time, it should then make them more vocal towards, I guess, the rest of the public to say, you know, well, we don't want this. But no, if, if you want to support in any way possible, an easy way to support something we talked about last week is to just make sure that any news or any footage you're seeing uh, online, obviously, if, chances are, if you're listening to this show, if you're playing video games, you understand tech a little bit more than some people, just make sure you call out um, false information uh, and false um, footage. We saw last week, of course, the Armour 3 footage being used and uh, being called actual war footage. Um, just call that out. Make sure people are aware that that's fake and make sure you point people to where they can find the right information. But, of course, uh, we're going to move into our next song, and it's a pretty good song here. It is Night Flight by Outrun 2 on Sin. Welcome back to Player One on Sim. You just heard Drive You Crazy by Hannah Cooper, and before that was Night Flight from the Outrun 2 official soundtrack. I'm Max, joined here today by Jacob, Harry, and Nathan. And Sony's State of Play is happening whenever this episode goes out, hopefully soon. Um, what are we all thinking? I want to see um, more God of War. I want to see what it's going to be like. I assume we're going to see God of War. I think that that's a really good call. Um, I can't think of, correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, but I don't think there's any big, big releases for Sony this year uh, announced. Uh, if not, they definitely have it. Uh, I feel like they're going to have to announce something for early next year or late next year just to hype something up. Um, it's kind of like the, the PS3 era where they started off really slow with games that came out. And then it took them a few years to get into it, but then they started to really just start rolling with everything. 
And that was the thing, because like Xbox 360 was ahead of PlayStation 3 for sold consoles for pretty much the entirety of both lifespans until the PS4 and Xbox One came around. And just by the end, that actually pipped them. But going over the thing, for this PlayStation 1, I think they were saying this is going to be more a focus on Japanese publisher games. So it's only a 20-minute show tomorrow at, I believe, 9 a.m. our time. And it's mostly a focus on Japanese developers and what they've been doing. So should be still be an interesting one uh, for anyone that is interested in any of those games that may be coming out. Do you think that means maybe we'll see a Metal Gear or something like that? Oh, Possibility. I don't know if I want to see a Metal Gear. Yeah, after the, uh, mm, yeah. the little disaster that was Metal Gear Survive, which no one remembers, and thank God. I mean, one that is probably worth mentioning is uh, Persona uh, is having its, uh, I think it's its 20th or 15th anniversary uh, yeah, very, I... very soon. And that's the main games at least have been attached to the PlayStation and Sony brand for its entire lifespan. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a major uh, Persona announcement being the big thing here. Obviously, being mostly um, Japanese games, we can expect Square Enix and um, Atlas to be very present. Well, it's like, I don't want to crush your hopes and dreams here, but um, it's likely that Atlas won't announce anything because they do their own live streams to announce stuff. Hmm. So I, I, I doubt it. I'd love if they'd announce something like Persona 6, but I doubt that's going to happen for quite some time now. Um, but I think I think something from Square Enix is probably safe, but I'm betting more news on the next Final Fantasy. That's I think that's a very safe bet. Do we even know more about um, the rest of the Final Fantasy VII remake yet? No, that, we, we know nothing. That's I'm assuming so, if it is a Japanese-centred uh, one that's going on tomorrow, could be a possibility we see something for that. Wouldn't be a bad one. I feel like if it's 20 minutes long, we're probably getting one or maybe two big release names in there. Um, we're probably, I think, also maybe going to finally hear about the Resident Evil uh, side game that was meant to have happen uh, based on Resident Evil 8. Um, obviously, take that with a grain of salt because everyone thought we'd get that, and then we got Street Fighter 6, and then everyone was disappointed. Um, okay. If they announce a new Resident Evil game, I, we can only hope that it's exclusively available in cloud version because, like, you know, I just can't can't do with this physical media. It's too hard. I don't know if I can deal with another cloud release that might not come to Australia. Um, but no, obviously, there's heaps of stuff that this could be. I think the big one to lean on here is probably a big JRPG. I think that that's probably where we're going. Square Enix is probably the big player here. I think. Um, Atlas could be there, be a big place to announce Persona 6 um, or a Persona 5 remake or something. I don't know, whichever they're planning. Um, God of War, uh, actually, I think it's possible. I think God of War is a good call, but I also think this will be interesting to watch as the first big announcement since they lost Crash Bandicoot uh, completely. Um, so they, there's heaps they, to be... They just can't find him now, he's gone. Well, he's, he's gone down to Microsoft, eh, even. Um, so that's a bit of bit of fun uh but yeah i don't know it's, it's hard to say what will be next but i can tell you what is next it's our next song max what is it next song is going to be blue skies by stephanie cook um you're listening to player one on sim welcome back to player one on sim it's top of the hour uh, of our first hour 
Um, I'm Max, joined by Jacob, Harry, and Nathan. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Player One Sin. Um, we're also on YouTube, and if you ever miss an episode or just feel like you want to go back and listen to us again, because, you know, of course you would, um, we're on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, pretty much everywhere, really. Um, and of course, if you ever need help, you can call Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636, Kids Helpline at 1 800 1800, or Q Life Helpline at 1 800 and up next is Bunny Hop by CB3. You're listening to Player One on Sim. That was Let It Die from the Let It Die OST performed by Piano Zombie. And uh, you're listening to Player One on Sim with me, Nathan, as well as Jacob, Harry, and Max. And um, right now we're talking about how GTA 5 has just come out on the current gen and how many generations is this now that GTA 5 has been on? This is the third one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the third, third generation. So, like, how, how many times are they going to re-release GTA 5? Like, is this just going to be around until, um, like, consoles aren't a thing anymore and it's just going to come out on every single console till the end of time, or...? Did, did it come out on Stadia? Or did you just skip that? Did it come out and say, you know, I'm going to quickly find out. But um, no, I completely feel like there is a good chance that... GTA, I mean, it probably did, actually, yeah. Uh, GTA 5 could outlive all of us. Um, I feel like it's like it's like Keith Richards. Like, it's one of the things that will survive the apocalypse, is GTA 5. Like, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> and to answer your question, GTA 5 is on Stadia. So as far as I'm oh, aware, it's God. released on every... Let's say major console. I don't know if I feel right calling yeah, Stadia major. major. Was it on um, the Ouya? The Ouya. Oh, it could have been on the Ouya. <laughs> yeah. We're doing some more googling here, but we're talking about it specifically uh, because. Um, it was on the Ouya. Yeah, what was on the Ouya? I'm finding gameplay of it on the Ouya when I Google it. It was definitely um, at least ported to the Ouya by fans, um, which all four of them. Uh, the greatest um, console yeah. of all time. Yeah. But of course, we're talking about GTA because it's getting released again onto the uh, Xbox Series X and S and the PlayStation 5. And it's it's a bit, it, it, it's kind of baffling because it's either GTA 5 or Skyrim at this point that's getting ported to a brand new thing. Um, and I, we do wonder, you know, do we think that we'll see it ported again to the next uh, generation? Do we think it'll be ported to the Xbox whatever and the, the PlayStation 6? The Xbox. Yeah the xbox x2 um you know do we think it'll be there and do we think there's a stopping point for it of course we did recently get information that gta 6 is uh at least on its way officially to some extent um so there is hopefully a stopping point but could this be like like skyrim i think uh gta 5 not gta 5 uh elder scrolls 5 will probably still be releasing when elder scrolls 6 uh, comes out and will release after it somehow. Do we think we're going to get the same thing here? Well, th like the thing is with GTA 6's development, apparently it's been restarted like five times or something. Like it looks like it's a really troubled development. So like it, like they're probably trying to avoid that because like the expectation is so built up now after GTA 5 has been around for like, is, I think it's nearly a decade now. 
Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a 2013 release. Yeah, so almost a, almost a decade it's been around. And I, I, I feel like they probably don't, they don't even need to release GTA 6. They're making so much money off this that there's almost no point. Because if they release it and it's not good, it's going to let all the fans down. But if they just leave it like this, it's fine. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I don't, uh, admittedly, I don't know if this is a real interview or not, but Todd Howard says a similar thing on um, Skyrim saying, you know, if people want him to stop releasing the game, as I said, I don't know if this is a real interview or not. It could just be people taking the absolute mickey out of Todd Howard, as everyone does. As um, but he did simply say, if you want me to stop releasing it, stop buying it. And it's, it's yeah. the thing is, GTA 5 still sells incredibly well. Somehow, there's still people on the online pretty regularly, and quite a lot of people still on it, to the point where they felt like they could release a brand new DLC or expansion for the online. And that still went really, really well. And, you know, why Why would they? Why would they stop? It, it's printing money. Yeah. Exactly. Also, it's cheaper on the PS5 than the Series X in Australia for some reason. That, that just feels like... Uh, that feels like a cheap Sony thing. Like the whole, um, you know, limited release. This is going to stay on Xbox for an extra 22 hours um have fun like it feels just like a cheap thing from um both sony and microsoft to have that little uh little pissing contest there um but that is what it is um any final thoughts on you know do we think we're gonna see gta 6 release do we see we think we'll see it in the next decade do we actually think it's coming i think it'll happen in the next decade i feel like I mean, after in the span of twenty years, I think we're going to see it. But like, <laughs> like I it's, a, so. it's a pretty good like rough estimate. There it was like twenty years, yeah, give or take a couple, yeah. maybe give or take fifty. Yeah, I mean, like the twenty forty release of uh, GTA Six. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, I feel like they'd I, have to hit it with the just the PS, like the PS Five in general. This it feels like it's the time for it to come through, considering. I mean, GTA Five has been out for how long now? Like it was PS Three. It, it, yeah, it's nearly a decade. Yeah. So, yeah. look, development takes time. I just, if they are going to do it, just don't rush it. Which is a very hard thing to say with a lot of things because you know you always have contracts and deadlines. I feel like Rockstar are in a pretty good spot though because they usually like they'd have a fair amount of money in the back pocket because of the releases they've done, the amount of successes they've had with games. That they can take their time with this one and make sure that it comes out the way they want it to. Because GTA Five, you know, look, it's not the most perfect game in the world, but it is a very fun game to play. Usually, online mode might be, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to say, like, I think that eventually people are going to get sick of GTA Five and will need GTA Six. So hurry up, Rockstar. Well, one last question. This one's specifically targeted at you, Harry. Uh, two things. First, do we think we're going to see another Red Dead before GTA 6? And what's our next song? Ooh. Uh, I would say GTA 6 before Red Dead. And that's... I say that with confidence, actually. I'll put my house mortgage on it that I definitely have. GTA 6. There's like, yeah, put the house on it simple it's definitely going to happen but 
Anyways, guys, coming up with the next one. Here is our Dead Man's Gun. And it is also from the Red Redemption soundtrack. What do you know? That's like a segue and a half to set up. I didn't even realize. It's that good. They're so perfect. You're listening to Player One on Sin. That was Isolation by Iwa and the Vision of Paradise. You're listening to Player One with me, Nathan, as well as Jacob, Harry, and Max. Um, apparently, there's talks going on for a God of War TV show. So, do we think it'd be good? Um, I'm honestly not Hi, sure. Hi, I'm Dan like, Golding, a video like, game composer of Untitled like, Goose Game and others. Um, uh, you're listening to Player One like, on Sin. Greece. Uh, or would it start like where we are now in um in like Norse mythology, or like yeah? Surely it has to start in the Norse mythology, just simply because I can't. One, it's obviously very difficult to adapt a video game, but adapting a beat 'em up like the original uh, God of War games into uh, a TV show that feels near on impossible especially given the fact that a lot of those games uh, are built on big big set pieces or huge waves of enemies all being knocked out so i think it's probably a good call to say that we're going to get the norse mythology um you know the newer god of war especially considering that's been so popular as of recently um but i mean the, the question comes with that does it does it need a movie it's pretty movie like on its own and like, do we need more, not even movies, TV shows. Do we need another TV show for video games? Do we need more live action video game media based on a video game rather than the video game itself? And, you know, wh why is this trend happening? I, I I get that Sonic was good. I get that people like Detective Pikachu. Uh, Sonic was good, actually. But I, I liked it. I, I think, like, people were just smelling money and, like, just going but, towards it. That's completely what it is. People are reading up these movies regardless of if they're good or not. Things like the Resident Evil uh, movie that was that, you know, came out last year. I still hold that in my mind that that was the worst film I've ever seen. Uh, Uncharted was, it was all right. Um, you've never seen Birdemic then. Um... I don't know if you've seen this this uh, Resident <laughs> Evil. They, they ruined Leon in the first five minutes. It was funny, but it was bad. But, you know, the question does really, really come to uh, come into effect. Do we need more of these movies and TV shows? And I honestly think, no, we don't. Stop it. Just completely stop it. Unless you've got a really good idea like Cuphead or The Witcher, don't. N uh, Harry, Max, what do you feel? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, completely, I completely agree with you. I, we don't need any more of these. Like, like there's like, what is it? It's like 15 Resident Evil movies. I don't think any of them are any good because I haven't seen one. I haven't seen one. Um, like we we don't need any more of these. Like, I, like especially like recently with the Halo TV series being announced, we talked about this on the show previously. And I remember like I remember saying this in this upset to people. I said I've actually never been less excited for anything in my life. I don't think it looks good at all. I think it's going to be a huge disappointment. And then people are going to forget about it within like a week. I mean, speaking of the Halo one, the, the, they specifically said they're going to. Uh you know, unmask uh, Master Chief, you know, we for their big that. movie moment and people all pretty much just went, no, stop that, don't do that. I don't want him to have a face. And I completely agree with that. And you, the, I, I mentioned before that there's heaps of these going and you said that we reported on the Halo 1. I'm just going to read out some that are either being worked on or have uh, already been announced. So we're definitely getting Fallout and Mass Effect. We're getting a Halo series. 
We're getting a Dungeons and Dragons series. We've got the Cuphead series. Uh, we've got Earthworm Jim. And we're somehow, I don't know how they're going to do this, getting a Nier Automata series uh, on top of a, now a God of War series. There's Harry, also going to be like the Last of Us series as well. Sorry for interrupting. And the Last of Us series, yeah. yeah. Ha- Harry, is this is this too much? Is this do they need to stop? I mean, the thing is, there is hundreds and thousands of video games that have existed absolutely everywhere, and you could you could make a TV show movie about ev- anything. So it's just been with all these streaming services, you know, coming about and now having cash and making everything exclusive to theirs. So they can see a way of going, you know, oh, I could make like the you know, Paramount Plus. They get the Halo series and they go, we can make that because, you know, we get Halo fans and they can subscribe to that one. They make some watch it. And it'll just, I, I mean, I feel like it's going to just increase more than less at this point because, you know, these companies, they don't know when to stop. So <laughs> I think it's only going to get worse as in, you know, more of these things are going to be coming out before it gets better. Like, Look, there has been, I feel like the TV show stuff they've done very well with. Uh, the movie side of things is always very difficult because you don't have a lot of time to establish a whole 20 hours worth of a video game into two hours. The Uncharted movie that just came out did a pretty, probably the most decent job I've seen of that in, you know, a fair while for any video game. That one, mostly because they can sort of focus on one mission kind of style from the actual movie to make it, you know, seem like they're, it's all sort of connecting, you know, you're still the same sort of character stuff and everything feels at least like it's somewhat like the video game. But it's a difficult one, and I think there's just going to be... It's going to be more of them made. It's just going to keep rolling on, I imagine. Well, uh, one last question. Since we know we're getting this, do we have any fan castings or maybe anyone we'd want to see play Kratos? I th- I've yeah. Two I've seen. Uh, Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista. I don't know how I feel about either of those. Max, you're putting your hand up pretty excited here. I was going to say, I think Winona Ryder, great pick as Kratos. I'm going to lock it in. I'm going to say a joke casting, but imagine if they cast The Rock as Kratos. Because he, he isn't in, a, in enough things. He, he needs just a little <laughs> bit more... <laughs> You know, I, I could say it. I could say it. Harry, he needs any, to read his kitchen. Any bold men come to mind? Someone like, oh, there is a guy that does the uh, piano stuff. On oh, I've completely forgotten his name. Well, pretty sure if it's like you... Sean something or Elton John. Well, while Harry has a bit of a Google for that and sees if he, if he can find it, we're going to jump into our next wonderful song, and that song is well, it's a love song by Angus and Julia Stone from the List True Colors soundtrack. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Jacob, Max, Harry, and Nathan. That was Touch Me by OK Angel, part of the Sweet 16 playlist on Sin. And I did remember the man. It was Seth Edelman. I can't believe I could have it. Also, I mean, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't know if anyone actually mentioned him, but it was definitely I did. one. That, yeah. Definitely a huge. I mean, he's uh, already in a new movie as one of the superheroes for DC. So, you know, it only makes sense. You may as well have him everywhere. The man from Fortnite, such a classic character. But enough of Dwayne, my favorite human being ever. Support for the PS3 uh, has officially ended. One of my favorite consoles, probably one of my earliest consoles I ever had. It was, uh, yeah, discontinued recently and 
It's a bit sad. I mean, it makes sense because the console is now, I think, 2008, 2007-ish, I believe, the PS3 came out. 2006, I... That could be a minute, yeah. I, that would be like the OG <laughs> PS3 know. look. Yeah, it was 2006 in November. So there it's been around for, what, almost 16 years. That's yeah. pretty good. Oh, for, especially to have that support for that long. But I guess, guys, yeah. we're just going to discuss the, uh, well... The best games are on it, and personally, just just some really nice moments you've had with your PS3 console. If you did, in fact, have one, hmm, it, it's a tricky one. But I I never actually had one um, growing up because I was the you know I was the Nintendo kid. Um, but I did have friends who did have them, and then whenever I went over there, it was super interesting to jump over and play these more story driven games, um, such as GTA specifically um and other games like that as well as jumping over to everything that i don't want to say they attempted and got wrong but the sony attempt at everything nintendo was doing at the time of course the handhelds in the ps feeder and psp uh the motion controls they had uh, around about the same time during the Wii, mm-hmm. and of course their own smash bros in uh, the video game that i've completely forgotten no, that, the name no, that's of. an underrated hit playstation all-stars battle royale I remember getting that game for Christmas. Underrated hit feels wrong. I think you're <laughs> you're getting it slightly wrong. It I'm was kind to, of an overrated to, hit. Look, look, I'm trying to I'm trying to hype it over. <laughs> but no, there was some. <laughs> it was great ahead st- of its time. There was definitely some great stuff on there. I mean, just keeping in mind, you know, some of the franchises that appeared in there. You had the Metal Gear. You had Bioshock. You had Jack and Daxter. You had all these fantastic games, especially, you know, huge franchises that built themselves up on the PlayStation 2 that had moved over to the PlayStation 3 and absolutely um, made dollar there because they were fantastic games. And then, of course, you know, there's a as much as it struggled to beat Xbox uh, during the first half of that uh, console generation, it did in the end because it was a fantastic console. But you know, I, I didn't have it, so I'm going to leave you guys. Guys, just go to town. What what games do you remember from your PS3 eras? I'm probably going to like bow out as well because um, I also never had a PS3. I was more of an Xbox person. Yeah, I mean, I played a fair bit of PS3 because that was the first, I guess, console for me that I got. Actually, well, to be fair, I did have a, a PS1 that had been uh, given to me by old family friends, but. Uh, yeah, I just remember playing a whole lot of like classic ones. I feel like the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, playing uh, a lot of dual screen Black Ops 2 Zombies with mates. Uh, a lot of uh, playing AFL Live, you know, the greatest video game of all time. Just an absolute classic doing seasons of that with, with mates. A lot of multiplayer stuff. It was just a good, like, you know, I guess a lot of those consoles, just the fun ones where you sit down, play with mates and just have a blast. I think one game that I really enjoyed that I don't know if a lot of people actually played was Blur, which was basically Mario Kart, except it was actual real-life cars and uh, just the physics for it. Beautiful game. Really good fun, actually. And, uh, yeah, I feel like those are pretty much the best ones I can think of. Also, very good DVD player. Yeah, that's true. PlayStation has had a very good track record with being a DVD player in the past. 
And I, uh, just to name some of these games that have come to mind, we have things like The Last of Us. I did mention before Metal Gear Solid. So Metal Gear Solid, I think, 4 um, was a thing on there. Little Big Planet started on the PlayStation 3. Uh, oh, and it was huge on there. Uh, yeah, I, I remember playing... Sorry, I'm interrupted. Um, I was going to say, I remember playing, I think, Little Big Planet 1 when it first released. I think I was... I must have, I must have been, like, really young at the time. Um, but I remember playing it and loving it. Um, yeah, because, like, and it was good because you, you, you could, I remember being, like, and, and this was, like, crazy for me at the time because I was, like, six or something, but I remember when you could, like, tilt the controller and then the character's head would, like, tilt the controller and I was, like, wow, the future is now. This is, is technology going to get me better than this? Anyway, I don't know why I showed that. I just thought, <laughs> well, I mean, if you ask some people, it did never get better than the PlayStation 3, but, of course, if you have fantastic memories of the PlayStation 3, feel free to hit us up on our socials and you know tell us what memories you had. We might even just decide to have a bit of a conversation on air about some of these games that you loved and give our opinions on them if for some reason you'd like to hear them. But of course, that's not going to stop you at all because there's no obstacle in your way when it comes to hitting us up on our socials. Here is Obstacles from Sid Matters on player one on sin. Welcome back to player one on sin. You just heard Unnecessary Drama by Bell and Sebastian, like what was happening, uh, you know, while we were on break. And before that was Obstacles by Sid Matters. Um, and now we're talking about uh, the Lego games and specifically the Lego Star Wars games in anticipation of the upcoming Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which I am very much looking forward to um, as a long-time fan of the series, because um, I still remember playing the, was it, the um, original trilogy and prequel trilogy games on the PS2, which I absolutely loved. Um, has anyone else got any memories of the old Lego Star Wars games? Uh, I personally used to play it on the Nintendo DS. I had the original trilogy ones there, and they were uh, they were good fun. I definitely, probably didn't have the well. I guess when it comes to graphic wise for the Lego games, it doesn't particularly matter too much compared to the others. But of course, the DS was a bit uh, low on the graphics scale. But it was still, I mean, just the Star Wars games in general they've done for those ones. I mean, you've got the movies, you just go off, and they're good fun. You know, you sit down, have a play with them, try and collect all the bits that fall down, and Listen to the uh, Lego Yoda death scream over and over again, just for a bit of a laugh. You know, it's all great stuff. Um, me, I, I um played a lot of the um, Lego Avengers and Lego Marvel superheroes games. I thought those were fun. Um, I didn't really play many before then. Um, but I've actually found them that they're really fun games, even though, like, they're supposed to be like, for children. Well, yeah, because they're they're accessible for everybody to play and enjoy. Definitely, I think that's where they, um, you know, excel so much. It's. Um, I think they have a real sense of humor too. Oh, definitely. I mean, speaking of Star Wars in particular, um, there's a scene that I I've, I've seen it um, everywhere recently uh, of the uh, prequel Star Wars games, uh, where you know at the start where Liam Neeson's character I forget the name is talking to uh, Anakin's one right at the start, you know, the whole midichlorians talk that everyone dislikes at the start of that movie. And you've got, um, again, a character I forget the name of, 
the one who um the Anakin's boss um or slave owner or whichever it was um at the time selling red flags in the back and going on about this being a bad idea uh, among so among heaps of other small little jokes here and there and it doesn't you know just stay towards the lego star wars games these lego jokes and the lego sense of humor which is very easy to you know just chuckle at to have a bit of a huh that was a good joke hat it's really within every series um like for me the one i remember playing more than anything uh were the lego batman games uh, the original ones back on the ds and putting so much time into them because they're very easy to uh, sink time into. And I think part of that is they're so easy to go back and, you know, oh, I've just unlocked character B, C, and D. Now I can go back through this level and unlock all these secret areas and do all this other stuff. And it keeps this backtracking really fresh. It's something that I don't see many other games do nearly as well as Star uh, not Star Wars, as Lego does in general. But that's 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 where I said any opinions on specifically that and that gameplay style? I mean I was gonna say that I also remember playing um the like yeah the original Lego Batman games. There was one on the PS3 that I really loved. Um because it's sort of like I I feel like like that one in particular sort of mixed different like styles of Batman as well where it sort of lent more towards the sort of 60s, more fun, campy version of it, which I kind of, like, I think worked really well for that game particularly. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Lego's had a good track record, though, of all the good franchise games that um, they've handled them all pretty well, I think. Um, how about you? Well, uh, look, I'm just excited for the next installment of it and i think the next big installment we're getting is the dlc for the mandalorian and rogue one before we lean off and go into our next conversation and next song how do we feel about you know the mandalorian and rogue one and do we think they'll translate into good lego star wars games final opinion from everyone i like the mandalorian i'm not sure how i feel about rogue one but i reckon they'll make all right um Star Wars games, except the fact that everyone in Rogue One dies. Oh, spoilers. Well, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I've only had six years to catch up on it. Um, I, also, I also do love that um, you saying that because everyone dies, it's not going to work when pretty much all the characters in Star Wars are dead. That would, you know, still play as good. Yeah, I guess so. Star Wars. Yeah, hold on. The prequel games were good, but yeah. everyone's dead from those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can only play as like two characters that survive the whole thing. Yeah. Look, I'm happy for the, the Star Wars game franchise. Well, actually, the game franchise can continue on. Honestly, the movie franchise, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that that can stay dead for all that I care personally. So uh, that's a whole other. That's that, exactly. That's just, that is a whole other thing. We We're opening up Pandora's box if you start <laughs> talking about the Star Wars movies. <laughs> Um, but uh, well, I guess we better move on. Uh, thanks for everyone for listening to us talking about Lego Star Wars games. Always great. We're going to be listening to a bit of The Hero of Rhyme. And then there's uh, also an E in between two of the, uh, what do you call the two like square bits come together? It's like, I know there's a name for them. It's not like the, the circle ones, like the half circles. Again, well, like I'll, I'll come back to that one after. Explicit marker? Maybe. So let's Go with that. 
This one's by the boys over with a star bomb, and you're listening to Player One on Sin. That was Metaphysical by Morgrab. You're listening to Player One with me, Nathan, as well as Jacob, Harry, and Max. And it's top of the hour, number two, numero, numero dos. Um, and where can you find us? You can find us at Player One Sin on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Player One on YouTube, and Player One on, on the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We're having a good rest of the show. We're talking about uh, Breath of the Wild 2. So we have a fantastic quiz coming up. Uh, if you haven't noticed already, our wonderful, wonderful producers, uh, Dem and Eleni, have had to step out. Microtransactions has been very busy today. So I've had to step in. And I do have a special quiz from Eleni to give to you guys. So fingers crossed you guys will be able to answer some Eleni-style questions. So that's, yeah. that's coming up. Nathan? If you need any help, please call lines uh beyond blue at 1300 224 636 kids helpline at 1800 55 1800 and q life helpline at 1800 184 527 our next song is mountains by Mes- message to the bears and after that is inamorato by the slab you're listening to player one on sin that was Inamorato from Das Love, part of the Sweet 16 playlist on Sin. And we are talking about Breath of the Wild 2. It's a very big shame that Connor isn't here because this is right up his alley. Uh, not exactly mine. Uh, it has been now one over 1,000 days since Breath of the Wild 2 was first announced. And we still don't have any idea what the game is, when it's going to be released, anything. Nothing has really been revealed. And as you guys know, Breath of the Wild, the first one that came out on the Nintendo Switch, is one of the releases. Also, also on the Nintendo Wii U, it was supposed to be one of the bigger ones for there, but then they took a fair while to get the job done. Ended up coming out on the Switch as well, but it was a very well-received game, open world, and uh, universally liked by quite a number of people. But with the second one still in, well, we assume some sort of production and little known about it. Guys, do we have any predictions on when we'll get more info from the game, a release date, a trailer, just something to quell the masses? I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that it actually comes out this year, but I honestly, I feel like it probably will come out next year. Um, maybe we'll see some more stuff about it around E3 time. Who knows? What about you guys? I'm going to go on a whim and say that we're probably going to hear about it at E3. I think you're right. Uh, knowing Nintendo hearing about it could be the same way we heard about uh, the Skyward Sword uh, remake release, where they went, haha, we're not talking about Breath of the Wild 2 like everyone wants. Here's Skyward Sword. You like that, right? Um, I assume we're going to get told about it. I assume we're going to get told that it's been delayed, because I believe they said they wanted to release it in the at the end of this year. And that's not happening. I don't. I really don't think that's happening. If it's happening, it's a huge surprise. I reckon it's going to be a holiday game for next year, uh, and it will be probably. I reckon the swan song for the Switch. We know the Switch is going to continue at least until the end of 2023 because of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and the DLC packs releasing for that. So I think we're going to hear about it at E3. Not much. We're just going to be told, "Hey, it's it's wait wait longer." We know you have been. Keep waiting. Um, 
is I don't know. Uh, here's one of the DS games. Have fun. That's what, that's what I think we're getting. Max, what about you? I mean, I, I feel like you, you, your idea of it being like the swan song for the Switch and being released in holiday of next year is probably a safe bet. Um, because whilst I'd love to have it released this year, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, they've only given us that little sneak peek, like, um, what was it? It was like two years ago at this point that they announced that. Was yeah, that... right about. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's good that now Overwatch 2 has some competition of games that are never going to be released. Um, but I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. I think, I think holiday of next year is probably what I'd say as well. Yeah. And I think it's probably worth asking here. Um, so for those who don't know, there was a little information about um, some leaks from Nintendo coming out around about the time of the OLED um, that pretty much displayed information about a second model of the Switch that wasn't the OLED that was planned. Um, and this one apparently was meant to be completely different. I don't really know. I haven't seen or read into much of the details because it's a bunch of coding language that I, I very basically understand. Um, <laughs> Do we think we could see this get a similar treatment to, as Harry said before, uh, Breath of the Wild 1, where it got released on the Wii U as well as the Switch, although the Wii U port uh, or version even just wasn't as bought as much as the newer version? Do we think we could see a Switch and Switch U release? Switch <laughs> U. Um, I mean, maybe? Like, who knows? Who knows what Nintendo is thinking? They're, sometimes they're, like, really smart and do things that are really good, and sometimes they're just really, really, really dumb. So sometimes they forget to switch the Bluetooth connectivity on them for their system for, like, five years or something, but they're, they're only human. We've all been there. It's only a multimedia company that's larger <laughs> than... Uh, most small companies, uh, small, most small uh, countries. Most small, co- yeah, most small countries. But hey, you know, give them a little bit of slack. Me and Moto had a day off. Um, it is what it is. Uh, Harry, so what do you think? And could you lead us into our final song? It's not our final song, our next song. Uh, I would assume, I don't know when the next actual, if there is an announcement for the next uh, Nintendo online uh, announcement stuff. What do they call it? The Nintendo... Uh... The Directs. Directs, those are the ones. I don't know if there's a Direct actually planned for the future, though. I'm sure there is one in the works. Uh, I'd imagine something might come up there over the 1,000-day mark, you know. You might have a few things pop up, but uh, I would assume in the next couple of years, uh, maybe, I think, towards the end of at least 2022, there's going to be definitely some sort of trailer or announcement coming out. Uh, and then probably a 2023, 2024... I don't believe there's any Nintendo hardware being built at the moment. Well, I mean, there probably is, but they haven't announced anything to the public. So they'll be trying to just make sure they get it mostly on the Switch, unless there are any major development delays. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, guys, our next song coming up is You. And that one is by Daughters. And you are listening to Player One on Sin. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. That's right, Player One, the best show on the air. Uh, and that's just a fact, I'm sorry. But, of course, you just heard two fantastic songs. They were Fight for Your Right 
by Gene Mark and Low Valley, part of our Sweet 16 playlist. You can check that out every single week at sin.org.au. And before that was Youth by Daughters. And you know what? Here's something that keeps me quite youthful. It's the quiz. And as I said earlier, you know, Dem and Eleni, unfortunately, aren't here tonight. Dem did win the quiz last week, so she did write up a quiz for me to uh, run. So we're going to have a bit of fun with a Dem-flavoured quiz tonight. Uh, guys, are we feeling confident to go through what's going to be a very fun quiz? Yeah. Oh boy, keep, keeping the fun right up there. Now, of course, if you haven't joined before and you don't know the rules of our quiz, pretty simply, I'll ask a question and our contestants here will buzz in with their name. The first one that I hear, that's right, NBN does matter in this. Um, we'll get the chance to answer. If they get it right, they get a point. If they don't get it right, well, too bad. It goes on to the next person. However, with this first question, it is true or false. So one person will get to answer. And pretty much, if you don't get it right, the next person will. So have fun. Uh, question one. True or false? The new grass starter, Sprigatito, is the audacious grass cat Pokemon. Um, Nathan. Nathan. True. Nope. Oh, that well, gets a free point. Tell you what, I'll I'll buzz in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll say my name, which is this Matt. This could go anywhere. Yeah. And I might, and it's a tough decision for which one I go. It's a, it's a coin flip. I'm I'm gonna lock in false. Well, that is a tricky one, but you are correct. Uh, the Pokemon is known as the Cap Capricus or Capricious. I don't really know which word that is but I it is it. not the audacious grass Pokemon. And we're going to move on to another Pokemon quiz. Dem has a Pokemon mood going right now by the sounds of it. Um, but, of course, moving on to our next one, another Pokemon question, as I said. Pretty simple. Name seven types of Pokemon. Nathan. Nathan. Uh, fire, grass, lightning, uh, no, electric, um, bug, um, fairy. Um, that's five, isn't it? That's five. We're after seven. Oh, seven. Um, two more. Um, let me see. Uh, dark and ghost. Ding, ding, ding. You hit that right on the head. Um, Nathan. That's too good. That's a point to Max. That's a point to Nathan. And we're going to go with our next question. We're moving away from Pokemon. Thank God. Pretty easy question here. Mario Strike, sorry, the Mario Strikers sports series centers on which sport specifically? Oh, Harry. I heard Harry there. Uh, well, it's either, it's two actually because there's two different pronunciations. You either call it football or you call it soccer. Ding, ding, ding. You got the answer exactly correct. So there, you got one which point. other way you want to pronounce it? No one can be upset because it's all of them. Exactly. So we do have one point across the board for everyone. It's still anyone's game now. Um, one more question before we go into our next song. Now, Woohoo Island was the first scene in which game? Uh, Max. Max. It's, oh, yeah, I've, I've, this is probably wrong. Isn't it Wii Sports Resort? No, it's not. It's not. Uh, Nathan? Nathan. Is it um uh what's the, you know the one with Tom Nook? What's the name of it? It is not Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing, the new one. 
Nope. Okay. Uruguru Island has been around for a little while now. Oh, would it be um from Pilot Wings? Or is it that is my... from Pilot Wings, and I will give you half a point for that because you already answered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pilot Wings was the debut of Woohoo Island, so everyone loves a bit of Woohoo Island. Everyone loves a bit of Pilot Wings, and everyone loves a bit of our next song. And our next song, well, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, we'll let you relax a little bit. Here is a Lullaby of the Giants from the God of War OST. You're listening to Player One on Synth with Jacob, Max, Harry, and Nathan. You just heard everything is going to be all right. And well, I think it will because we're going into the next couple questions of our wonderful, wonderful quiz. And just to give a quick score update, uh, we have Harry on one, Max on one and a half, and Nathan on one. Max could take this on half a point. It would be a fun one to see happen. But, of course, it's still anyone's game. We've got three questions left to go. Um, let's just jump into it. So, question five. Name any of the launch titles of the original Xbox. Uh, Nathan. Nathan. Halo? I'm going to need more than just Halo. <laughs> uh Halo Combat Evolved. All right, I'll take that. That's fair enough. So, Nathan on two. Uh, the other ones were, of course, Halo Combat Evolved, Project Gotham Racing, and Dead or Alive 3. I'll be honest, I had never heard of Project Gotham Racing, and I really want to check that out once we're done here. So, moving on to our next question. Oh, this is another Nathan-style question. Which Assassin's Creed boasted the first female protagonist? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> There's that many. I don't even. I could just take a <laughs> random guess, and I might be able to land on it. Hit me. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll say Assassin's Creed Valhalla because that's the most recent I can think of. I don't think that's correct. Uh, Nathan, not correct. Nathan, yeah. uh, was it Assassin's Creed Unity? No, it wasn't. Was it the, the one with the pirates? I don't know which one it was called. No. No, it, 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 it was it was kind of a spin-off. I can't remember the name. It was... The last one I played was the uh, the Black Wake one. So I know for a fact that that's not it. So I, I'm, I've got absolutely no clue. Well, the game that introduced the first female protagonist was Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. Ah, uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Bit of fun there. And... Well, moving on from the Xbox question from before, name any Xbox 360 launch title. Nathan. Nathan. Was it Halo 3? Halo 3? Uh, just having a look now. No, it wasn't. Oh. Anyone else want to take a shot in the dark? There's quite a few here. Surely, wait, because the Xbox came out. Actually, Parry. Parry? Uh, Madden NFL 06. Madden NFL 06. I'm having a quick look through. Um, yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> it definitely no, was. because it would have been all the sport games would have come out with it. So, like, uh, You are completely right. 2K6, NBA Live, NHL. Ah. Uh, 
Those oh Tiger Woods PGA Tour as well. Is that finally, my knowledge of my only knowledge of video game sports has finally well, come to fruition. Tiger Woods PGA is not in there, unfortunately. But I'm going to read really? them out. Oh, actually, you know what? Since we have a tie, um, let's see if I can think of a fun question. So this will be only Harry and Nathan with this one. Name three fire type Pokemon starters. Nathan. Nathan. Um, there's. Um, I kind of buzz in and steal the. You know what? I'm gonna let you because if you get this right, you can win this. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so Charmander, mm. um, Cyndaquil, and mm. Torchic. Well, coming from behind, Max has actually yeah. taken this by half a point. So the points were Max on two and a half, and Harry on Nathan, both sharing two points each. And so, Max. You'll be writing and hosting next week's quiz. Oh no! I did feel I don't want to do that. Congratulations for winning. I don't, that. I don't want to do that. How did Nathan? How did we go into that oh, competing to win and end up both losing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you'll have to find out next week when we do another fantastic quiz. But from our quiz winner, what's the next song we're going into? I believe the next song is going to be In the Pines from the Telltale uh, The Walking Dead final season soundtrack. You're listening to Player One on Sim. Are Pigeons Dubs by Pop Strangers, a wonderful song from Sin's Sweet 16 that you can check out on sin.org.au every single week. And hey, you, you know, you may just find your new favorite song or maybe even a wonderfully um, crafted question like are pigeons doves? And well, I'll try and figure that out later on because we're at the end of the show tonight. Thanks for joining us because it's been a fantastic show. We've chat about all sorts of stuff. Um, and of course, if you want to hear us chat about even more stuff, you can find us on Player One Sin on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Player One on YouTube. Player One on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and really anywhere else where good podcasts can be found. And, you know, if you really want to see more of us and more of our sense of humor, you can also check out TikTok, because we're on Player One on TikTok. So definitely, definitely check that out. And we've got some fun stuff to hype up. Of course, we have a whole bunch of episodes that are now on the podcast realm, so please check it out. Connor has a Tetris Effect review up, and as well, he did review Popeye on Switch, if those tickle your fancy. Now, we have had a fantastic show. Guys, do we have any final words to lead people off with to, you know, anything to let them sleep to, anything to let them just relax to, let them remember us by? Any words of wisdom? Any words um, of wisdom? Let it be. Let it be? Uh, thank you for listening to us talk about video games and um, make sure to listen next week where um, we're going to talk about more video games. Well, fingers crossed. It's a fairly safe pit. No, who knows? Who knows? So. Next week could be the anime episode. Um, <laughs> Harry, fingers crossed we're not doing an, an, well, an anime episode. Any final words? Well, I, I leave with just a very famous saying. Uh, passed down from generations that video games are real max any final words for our wonderful wonderful listeners i don't think i can top that quote from martin luther king jr 
I think that, that that's kind of the peak. But tell you what, I'll try. I think it was Sun Tzu in the Art of War who said, you just got to get good. He did say that. Yeah. I do remember that one. Mm. Um, of course, one that was shared everywhere through about a thousand different philosophers, um, specifically Plato, he said that Sin is always recruiting if you want to check it out and join and, you know, talk about video games or anything else that Sin hosts. It's definitely the place to look. He was kind of ahead of his time on that. Uh, but of course, yeah, Sin is recruiting. Feel free to have a look and check that out um, as well. Enjoy listening to the rest of Sin's broadcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs>